You are listening to a podcast of Ice and Fire, episode 268, for the week of September 25th, 2022. Welcome back to the longest-running podcast dedicated to George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire, and how occasionally HBO's House of the Dragon. As usual, this is Amin, and I'm joined by some of our uh, vassals of Kingsgrave today. This is Bing. It was once upon a time in which I was a shoe shiner in the forums. Right. <laughs> not, not there that much anymore. You're a shoe shiner on Discord being now. On Discord. <laughs> oh, you're Bing. No, I'm just being on Discord. Just okay, Bing yeah. now. <laughs> you lost uh, your job after the pandemic. No shoe shining anymore. Yeah, you know, nobody comes anymore, you know? That's right. <laughs> Nobody's outside. Uh, right. Um, this is Zach. Uh, also known as Alias on the forums Discord. I, that is also my my fake name in places still. So still that. Nice. It's good to have you guys on the show. Uh, we've, as you guys know, I mean, the podcast has been busy while the show's been uh, House of the Dragons been running. We covered the first few episodes, and it just was impossible really to to get the weekly episode recorded. So what I want to do today is just now that we're halfway through the series, five episodes in, just talk about the show overall like our impressions maybe especially the last three episodes but i'm not going to go i'm not going to plan to go through episode by episode maybe more character by character or, or or that kind of stuff or theme by theme type of thing and just just see what comes to mind but uh before we dive into it i'm just curious overall like uh, have you been enjoying the show and and uh, how would you rate it for the first season so far yeah so far uh i like the show uh i think in general so we've been doing the episodic podcast for the vassals of king's great uh mm. various different varieties uh we've got dragon cast and wolf cast going uh for h-o-d h-o-t-d um hot d nice right um uh i've been generally sort of average giving it like a four to like 4.5 range and it has been inclining so that's a good sign mm. uh so yeah very generally pretty happy with the show so far I would say the same, which is surprising to me because uh, I think, like a lot of people, af- after Game of Thrones ended, I was kind of burned on the idea of televised versions of like our a Song of Ice and Fire properties. Like I just mm. was not super excited about the idea, and also because you know I had read, of course, The Princess and the Queen uh, and Fire and Blood um, when it expanded the storyline of the Dance of the Dragons, and I just thought, like, how do you adapt this, right? Because like. All these oh, characters yeah. <laughs> are like such awful human beings, like right? Like and yeah. we don't really get like a lot of like insight into who they are, mm-hmm. you know, on mm-hmm. like an emotional level. Um so I was like, how how are they gonna pull this off? Um and I I would say so far, obviously we haven't like properly gotten into the dance itself yet as of this fifth last episode that we've seen, but I think they've done a phenomenal job introducing us to all these people, introducing us to their relationships and setting up a lot more context, honestly, than the book ever gave about how they relate to each other and what they want and what they're trying to do as people. And I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I think that it benefits really greatly from a more focused kind of scope than uh, Game of Thrones. We're, we're pretty much mostly like in or around King's Landing the entire time, at least so far. Um, mm. And we just have a very like small, like focused cast of characters that, uh, that we can really get to know um, and spend a lot of time with. I will say like, they've done a much better job like giving us a lot of stuff on the primary characters like there's a lot of secondary characters so far that like i i've I've started to question as we've gotten to episode five like why they have not given these people more um especially since knowing what we know about fire and blood and what happens like a lot of them are going to be leaving so it's going to be like 
did we get, get enough time to understand who these people were before they're dead? Basically, so that, that is definitely a big uh, a big question for me as we we move into. I think we're getting we're gonna have a big time skip right uh, into episode yeah. six. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays. Yeah, there's been a lot of. I, think, uh, I mean, these uh, time skips already, but there's gonna be a big one is coming up. Yeah, yeah, like a very big one. Yeah, and they're the, changing on some right actors too. today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. I've I, I've been on the record for, in the other podcast that I I I don't think the book they're adapting is very good <laughs> i'll just put yeah. it out there fireblood is not a good book it's i think the story of house of, uh, of uh dance of the dragon it is compelling uh mm-hmm. but the book has too many characters <laughs> uh all of them sort of did do like one small thing that's sort of important and then leave the story and it's a nightmare to adapt and it's, we're sort of seeing a little bit of the effects of what Zach you're mentioning, right? How are we going to, like, you're talking about the, the Valerians, the, the children of the yeah. Valerian family, right? Exactly. So those characters show, show up, like, in a few few paragraphs here and there. Like, yeah, we're going to put spoiler alert. Earlier. Oh, no, yeah, well, um, I mean, it's obvious that we, yeah, we're going to yeah, okay, discuss full, fully from the Fire and Blood material. We don't worry about spoilers here. We just talk whatever we want. So. Yeah, yeah, good. So, so yeah, so it's, it's a nightmare to adapt the, 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 the story because you can't, you can't, have just random characters just show up and then, I guess I mean they they've been sort of doing that, uh, but it's it, it it, I think part of the problem is and and this is going to be a problem that's going to become more acute as they continue because more and more random characters will just show up. Yeah, well, I think it's going to be there's two things they can do, and the one thing and as Yuzaki talked about it, I think they have made a lot of more characters more sympathetic than they were in the yeah. books, and that's fine and, and uh, makes it more interesting. And but like. I'm interested to see maybe they will cut some characters or, or give some roles to other characters and, and they don't have mm-hmm. to follow thing, things exactly. Like, so we'll see. They, they, it seems that they, they've got the, the heart of the story uh, there and George seems happy with what they're doing. So we'll, we'll see what they do. But uh, I, I, I think what I've said in the first few episodes when I reviewed it is because I'm not as tied to the story, I don't care as much if they change it. As long as it's good, yeah, I'm happy with it. So And I can't remember I a lot the of the details. <laughs> I'm of the absolute same opinion. Right. <laughs> yeah, just to well, give an example of uh, just like how how complex the navigation had to be to make this work. Like, just looking at like Rhaenyra as a character, right? Like, mm-hmm. how many relation like significant relationships does she have in her life in like a very short period of time? So like, we have Kristen Cole as like her, one of her first big relationships. Then we move to people like Harwin uh, Strong, and then of course Daemon being like a really significant person in her life. And like, mm-hmm. how do you negotiate all that and give that all time in a way where it's all emotionally satisfying and like you really understand? how those relationships took place. And of course, like Lenor as well, of course, that's not like a very <laughs> loving relationship, but it is, it is important too, uh, mm-hmm. to see how that plays out. Um, but yeah, like I would say like, I mean, we haven't seen all of that take place and I do have concerns, especially about how like Harwin Strong's character will be shown. Cause so far he's basically been a background character, right. um, but um, like the relationship I thought with Kristen Cole was like really well done in terms of like giving us like kind of an emotional arc to it that made sense where he is going to end up on the side of Alicent. And then we kind of saw that building in this, this last episode. Like I thought, the progression of that even with like truncated time with the characters really worked where like you could see how those two Rhaenyra and Kristen like established a bond and you you also I think had really like in this last episode a really plausible explanation for why they broke off and even though it kind of just shows Kristen to be kind of like an asshole maniac <laughs> basically by the end <laughs> uh, it, 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 it at least explains why he would switch sides like that right 
Yeah, I mean, it, it fits. It fits. Uh, like, I mean, even if he hadn't killed, uh, I suppose, even if he hadn't killed the character, it still he showed that he was this. He wasn't happy with the situation. Yeah. It's, it's funny. It seemed like they were setting up this thing that could be a problem, and then suddenly, like the scene later, it already got to climax already. It's like there's no <laughs> more like of, of this. Uh, uh, you know, he's going to be around immediately. We got to the ending, and that might be just be a limited time to give this kind of thing, right? I mean that that whole that whole scene was I mean, a little bit weird to me. Like you have this massive brawl that happens. Like, well, the security is very lax here at this uh, wedding. Well, the problem I guess is one of the security the people is killing the person. Right. Yeah. When your bouncer is the problem, when your bouncer is the one initiating. It, it was <laughs> exactly. just like they, they yeah. have a very poor job uh, managing what was happening there. I mean, so I mean, with regard to that, I mean, I think that seems sort of a symptom of the difficulties I have to deal with. They're speeding mm-hmm. through. Many many years, <laughs> right? I mean, not in the, the the books doesn't have that much material, anyways, for them to cover in in through these years. But they sort of have to do it, or at the very least, they re- they 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 rejected the idea of just starting right at the beginning of the Dance of the Dragon with Rhaenyra, Allison all aged up. They wanted to do this prologue style thing, right? But that means you have to skip through a bunch of things that were essentially like a short paragraph in the book. <laughs> Um, yeah. So 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 it's it, it's awkward. Yeah, my feeling on it is I think they've done the best that they can with the fact yeah. in mind that they have to get us to the dance. Um, probably by the end of the season, I would guess. Like that's probably when it will start. Um, I think they've done it a lot to set the pieces in place and to get us invested in the main players. Um, and I think one thing that I've personally really enjoyed about uh this like sort of prologue piece is like really getting to know Viserys as a character because he's not really like yes right talked about much at all in the book like he's just kind of spoken it in vague terms and, like actually getting to like and of course the performance um helps a lot too like the actor's mm. been great but like you get to know like why he made all these awful choices like it's still the choices are still awful but right. like you can, can kind of get it all of it from his perspective and like it all at least rings a little true like one example I'm thinking is like at least as presented in the show, like the idea of like marrying um, Lena made a lot of sense politically speaking, but I totally understand why he didn't want to do that. Now, of course, why does he go turn around and marry Allison like that? That of itself is is uh, questionable, but I, I totally understand like why he was not willing to marry Lena or even later, like in the, the, the episode where they go out hunting, where the idea suggested that uh, a- once Aegon, um, Aegon the second or soon to be Aegon the second is born, um, the idea of marrying him to Rhaenyra, like that probably would have been a good idea, except for the issue of like age. Um, but I, again, like I understand why he didn't do that. Um, but again, it still is very consequential. Like every choice to me, like has some kind of rationale to it, even though it just, it's all going to end up basically destroying this dynasty or at least severely damaging it. Oh, he's, he's definitely more sympathetic, both in the writing and just his acting. Like you actually care about the character and you can't feel sorry. But, like this is the king and he has to like put up with all this stuff. And, uh, like, he, I mean, he's more responsible than a Robert who has to deal with this stuff. And he just yeah. doesn't do it properly. He's, he's trying to be responsible. He can't even go hunting. And the hunting is so stupid. Like, they can't risk him getting hurt. So they, they're holding his animal down. He's like, what is this? He, he's like, he has to do that for the show of it. Like, it's just so, so like, yeah. uh, you can see the criticism. I think it's a criticism of hunting generally, but it's like the worst type of hunting ever. They have the animal tied down. And he has to, like, go <laughs> put it to death. It's like, he, he, yeah. he, even he's disgusted with what he has to do here. It makes it think seem like out of farce. all the king. Yeah, I think out of all the kings we saw in this show, in, in this show Endgame of Thrones, I think he's the most self-aware of all the kings, mm-hmm. and I think right. he's the most empathetic 
of all those characters. Uh, that and like Rob, Robert Baratheon was just out of it, right? Uh, as a king, Joffrey's a main. Joffrey's a sociopath. Um, even even someone like Rob Stark, like he's not very. He 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 he's doing it out of doing a lot of what he has to do out of duty and revenge and all of that. But he wasn't very. He he lacked a lot of self awareness. <laughs> Um, yeah, I feel like I feel like again, he puts Viserys in any other role in society. I feel like he would have done a much. He would have been a very nice person. Mm. He's a good. He's a good guy fundamentally. But he's, he's going to do some bad things later yeah. if he keeps doing them. We'll see if he does that. I'm interested to see how they do that because well, yeah. I, I remember from the books he does a lot of stuff. You're like, oh, that's like really questionable. But I'm not just saying mistakes. But even this bad stuff. Yeah, bad thing. Yeah, but like. Again, this is after Thanksgiving, which right. from the very little preview that we see, he's clearly completely out of it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, say, physically. I'll just right. say as well. I mean, he right. has done bad things. I think the most glaring one is, of course, in the first episode where he's essentially yeah. you know, just lets his wife die to try to get a son. But right. like, again, like I, I like I just I don't know. Like he's certainly not like a like unilaterally good person, but I feel like I understand him in a way I didn't expect, which right. I, which I uh, yeah. enjoy a lot. No, that's a sophisticated way of in, doing it. Yeah. Yeah, he's put into positions where he has to make horrible choices, yeah. and and he's not very good at making good choices. No, he doesn't like making choices, and that's always that's always right. troublesome. Well, I'm just saying like, the, the the sophisticated way of viewing it is not like I I find a character sympathetic because everything they do is is good. No, it's it's like he, it's sympathetic yeah. when, you, when, when there's elements to them that's sympathetic. You don't like the mistakes they made, but there are aspects of them that are worth uh, you know. That are sympathetic. Like I think that's what the, the show. Whereas in the books, yeah, Viserys is just is just like this old fat guy. Like they said, yeah. Not, yeah. <laughs> and I'd say the same thing yeah. about um about Allison too, who yeah. in the books is just like the evil queen, basically. Like that is the extent of who we think of her. But in the show, like there's so much more depth to her. And of course, we'll see like right. once we make this time skip, like how it motivates some of her later decisions. We saw the first step in episode five, where she kind of makes her stance against uh, Rhaenyra. Um, but I just think, like, everything that she's done so far makes sense to me, like, in terms of, like, moving against Rhaenyra, because, like, yeah. thus far, like, she has been so loyal to Rhaenyra. Um, mm-hmm. She's been so willing to be on her side, despite not really having a lot of political motivation to do so. And, in fact, like, having a lot of motivation to go against her because of her, her son. Like, there's so much reason for her to to turn against her friend, but she is just, she just cares about this person and wants to help her. And, like, the the only thing that will make her turn the other way it's just like a very clear and obvious betrayal that like i totally personally understand like i would feel the same way uh that she does there where she's like my friend lied to me like on her mother's name and just in always doesn't seem to be working in my interest well i have like labored all this time to try to help her man i'm gonna go wear a green dress right now you know like, I, totally <laughs> I totally get it so yeah i think they've done a great job with that stuff Rhaenyra wasn't wearing yeah, black in that one, though, right? She'll wear it another. No, I guess they'll do another scene with yeah. that. Yeah, we'll get that. Yeah. It started. It was one. It was like yeah. it was the glove was thrown first by Alicent there uh, in response to her behavior. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think she's another character who's been put into position to fail or put into position to yeah, turn out the way she has. She's definitely mm. been cornered by her circumstances. I mean, uh, I like both both Rhaenyra and Alicent in, in these episodes, but uh, I, I think Alicent is more even. More sympathetic than Renee. Renee's self entitlement is getting a bit much in the early episodes. It's like, yeah, like they even let you choose who your husband is. Like, most people cannot even do that properly, right? But, uh, yeah, I think, I mean, she's been really compelling to me as a character. I do think that they, it's interesting because, like, I think we're naturally inclined, like, I certainly, like, 
when I read the book, I think me and most people support the blacks and it ends up like being on the side of the blacks, even though they do do lots of awful things and are mostly just as bad <laughs> as the green. No, I, I, I hated both sides. I was yeah, yeah. Most side. people, yeah. You probably I was just honest. hating everyone. <laughs> But uh, I think they've done a good job of, like, getting us to, to understand her, but also showing a lot of those flaws. Like, there's definitely a lot of flaws to her that I think they could have, you know, whitewashed or, or not not demonstrated. But they really are showing that while she does have a lot of sympathetic qualities, too, she is certainly not Daenerys Targaryen. You know, like, th- that would be the temptation is just to make her be like Daenerys, at least like most of the Daenerys that we saw. And she is mm. not that. Right. Well, it's one character that uh, seems to me to be just as bad, as, if not worse, the, the books, though, is, is Daemon Targaryen. So I want to I talk, yes. what, do you, what do you think of him? Because he, he did make him somewhat sympathetic at the very start, or at least to try to understand what he said. But he just seems to be like one thing after another with this guy in the show. Daemon is, Daemon is, go ahead. Like I say, it's honestly kind of comedic where like he will <laughs> yeah. be led back into the faces of the king and then immediately do something terrible. <laughs> like right after. It's like right. he just cannot figure it out. I honestly like that about him because like I, I, I don't know. It's just kind of entertaining to see someone who's like so determinedly like just like not willing to toe the party line or just do the, the thing that he's supposed to do. But he definitely took a big step in the, like, I am just an evil murderer this last episode yeah. by killing yeah. his wife for no real reason. He's a, he's a, he's a little <laughs> literal murderer there, which which was not in the book. Yes. Like, I don't think it was... Maybe well, maybe he hired somebody to do it. He didn't do it himself, <laughs> if that. Like, I, I mean, look, Damon, I mean, Damon Tuggan is a terrible person. In the books, I, just, I mean, I don't know why George said like he said like he, Damon's one of his favorite Targaryens or something no, like that. He, he was, but in, <laughs> in the books, the, 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 see, Princesses of the Queen came up first, right? And then it was uh, the Rogue Prince. Sure, okay. Like, like George, yeah. uh, in one of them, he tried to somewhat make him like the bad boy or something, like I have some element, and then it just was, it became sure. worse and worse and worse. But there was something there. But whereas in the show, it just seems like they've taken the worst aspect of him, and I, mean, I have no problem with that. I'm just saying he he's he's like. Like the the bag, like the worst, the guy in the show, like some of the stuff. Although, although I'll, I'll mention, like his wife doesn't like they didn't give her much of a character other than to be annoying. Like in, in the bit in the bit that they showed her, and then like her cousin's like, oh, we lost this great character that had like one line. Like they barely built her up at all as well, except to just to be really annoying. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, well, you'll be very annoying to the guy who keeps insulting you everywhere in the everywhere around the world, including in the palace, right? <laughs> Uh, Damon Targaryen is just not a pleasant person to. Well, well, well the, 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 they, they suggested to me like the, the way that she says like if you come to consummate their marriage, have they, have they, did they not even consummate it? Like, does Damon have like ED uh, they, issues or something? Because he seems to have that seems to be some a implication recurring. of that show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's three times that uh, Damon has shown himself to be um, um yeah, capable. Have, you will issues. eventually have children, of course. So like, I mean, I think well, a lot of it was just yeah, apparently next episode. <laughs> No, but the, the theory that people are talking about is just any time a woman has like self agency, he just loses it. He has to be like completely dominant. Like they even, I think they even say yeah. that in the in one of the videos, and it, it fits the theme of the three characters. Like what happens, yeah. right? Each well, time he loses control, he just can't do anything. He's definitely a control freak, and just yeah. like cannot. I mean, we saw that also in the whole Stepstones thing, where right, you know, like he gets the offer of help from Viserys, and he just loses it, and basically almost kills himself. I'm not sure how he didn't die, but. <laughs> To, to just go like out in a blaze of glory and it works out for him but like he is just right. cannot stand anyone having any power over him i think again damon speaks to sort of what's the best thing about this show is that these characters make sense they they, they the acting and the writing have made these characters make so much sense and that when we're going to we know what's going to happen 
and because of what they have done in the first five episodes, a lot of their decision making will make sense. Um, mm-hmm. They're not going to be very good decisions. A lot of them, a lot of them will do terrible, horrible things. But it makes sense in context of what these people have already been building up towards. Uh, I mean, what do you think about the prophecy of uh, <laughs> the song? <laughs> yeah. Take on that. I, I think it's pretty big. The fact that they keep bringing it, bringing it up, like it, I think that's pretty much suggests what George had into that or something like like it seems i think it's canon to the point that i mean i don't know if it, to the point that Aegon was inspired like why else did Aegon go there like he, he didn't particularly seem drawn to westeros or anything he had offers to go east as well but if, if he thought like i have to do this because this is what i'm supposed to do that yeah, makes sense I, I like it like i, I think it's totally reasonable it's kind of interesting to track through history like how it might have affected events like it's kind of compelling to go that way i think the only thing that's like just like straight up like odious in the show is like the emphasis on the dagger the dragon bone yes, dagger yes like why is this so important like this is not that important but it's what no, it's not. Well, i mean i think this stuff becomes unpleasant when you start linking it to the end of game of thrones the right TV you start show. thinking about <laughs> season eight and you're just like, ah. like you start thinking Arya star Arya stark is going to use this dagger to i don't know no scope <laughs> no scope the night king and, yeah. and and that's it um yeah like all of this was like mostly unnecessary if they, they did nothing they probably still would have ended up like it's just like did they really do much to help in the out in that outcome yeah. Yeah, I think the, what the prophecy, what's I think what's going to be important about the prophecy, and I think this was mentioned in both casts, is the ultimately it's going to show that the Targaryens will lose their sense of direction and purpose after the the, the Dance of Dragons. It's not going to be the end of the Targaryen house, but it's going to be some. It's there has to be some sort of significant loss that come out of the end of this, and the prophecy will be one of it. That this was what was driving the early founders, like. Uh, like the first Aegon and like Jaharis, and even Viserys to a degree, that they had a they had they had a very bigger, nobler goal. Well, no, the fact that they the the rest of them knew it, I'm not 100 percent on board. I, I'm sure Aegon knew it. I'm not yet on board that every line knew it. I I, I know I Aegon knew it. Maybe is... They found refounded. Maybe Rhaegar refounded later in reading the history books. But I'm not sure if like this yeah, yeah, sure. no, is I passing think, on no, might I be think... embellishment. No, I think the idea is they're going to stop right at, at Rhaenyra and Aegon II. Right. Well, it's not going to pass any the, further. The, the house of yeah, yeah, yeah. So the idea is that the, that the Targaryens had this original sense of purpose that's passed down from one one person who's going to be king to the next, from presumably Aegon to 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 Aenys. <laughs> yeah, I don't I think Mago is on this train. No, I, I, don't I, think, I, I, I don't think that's show-wise they have that. Like I don't know if I accept that in, in yeah. book canon yet. I think that's unknown. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. It is book, in the show. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, book, whatever. But I think that yeah. the idea is, is it passed down from... from, from, from right. A- leader to, to leader, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jaharis to Viserys, and Viserys now to Rhaenyra, but it's going to end, it's going to stop at Rhaenyra and Aegon II because both sides destroy each other. And from that point onwards, the Targaryens sort of lost their original purpose. And... And it's further going to symbolize by the fact that they also lose their dragons. Well, yes, I mean, like the, up to this point, the dragons are thriving and could keep, yeah. you know, they could have more and more of them, and then and they're basically gone. And then you have Aegon Dragonbane come, and and he, he, he without the prophecy, then he has no reason to like really like dragons, right? So, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's sad. Like what happened? But when you look at it in the sense of like Viserys saying like, oh, what what if I had been tested? I haven't done that bad of a job, but like ultimately, he's really. Screwed things over. That's a great scene. I mean, that yeah. was a great scene. I because that, that yeah. speaks to his self awareness. That, that speaks to his self awareness that 
Mm-hmm. It's a recognition that I've made a lot of bad choices. I, I, I recognition that, okay, I'm put into this position. I'm not up to it, but I have no, tr- I've never had a say in this. And it's just, yeah. And at the well, same time, what can I do? At the same time, it's also kind of like a false dichotomy. He's he's building in his mind too, like, oh, sure. if I had been tested, like if I had gone to war, like I, I assume right. that, like in many ways, and as I think uh, the person he's talking to says, like that's that's almost, I think it was what is, um, it was uh, Lionel. Lionel, yeah. Um, he's kind of saying like that. There's no like good outcome to that either. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's just no there's no way that like <laughs> this ever ends well, which I which I really enjoy. <laughs> See if there's anything else we want to discuss. I think we that's talked about the main characters here. Yeah, um, I do like Lionel Straw. I think he's portrayed very well. Uh, I know some. I think some. Yeah, I think some of the people in, in, in podcasts in, in the podcast in, in the Battle of the Kings Great podcast. You know, like I initially didn't like Otto that much, but I I think I quite enjoyed. Uh, I think he's been performed yeah. great. Like, obviously, he's yeah. not the greatest yeah. dude. Like, Otto Hightower is not the greatest no. dude, but the performance <laughs> has been great. Like, this, right. he's yeah. like a Shakespearean, such a Shakespearean presence every time he talks. He's very memorable. Yeah. <laughs> every time he does it. Yeah. I'm curious yeah, is, how he ends up yeah. back in the good graces, though. I'm very curious right. how that, uh, that plays out. Oh. I like Lara Strong in the last episode. <laughs> yeah. Very snake. Right. Like. Leaning on the little finger energy, perhaps right. not, but like it's fine. Like a it's little bit. that kind of character. <laughs> Maybe a lot. Yeah. Middle finger was leaning on his energy. That's that. That's yeah, that. you're right. You're right. He was the OG. <laughs> right. He was the OG. <laughs> I think I think the little finger in, in Game of Thrones TV show sort of went a bit too overboard sometimes. I think it's right. best for someone like that as strong. Who was sort of a bit of a drama yeah. queen. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> It was just so funny. He was just going so hard on them. <laughs> like, his analogy to like the, the, the foreign plants. Like, oh, <laughs> Rhaenyra was quite ill. I will hope nothing bad is happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was really entertaining. Well, I've, I, I like the Valerian characters. I mean, I like that going to, to see them. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I guess I I need a little more understanding for my head canon because I I didn't care. Like some people online are like, oh, like why are they black or whatever. I, I didn't care about that. But my my head canon was that Corliss was like half summer islander but it, i think that's wrong i think it's essentially just the valerians are just black generally is that what it is? i mean it, i mean they could be somewhere originally from the summer islands many many, many like a, married before. in a generation higher but it was a gen, it was because well i guess i guess they could no, if was, you look at if you look at valeria where valeria is located original great city of valeria it's yeah. it's towards the south right where where Summer Island's not that far away from it, and it wouldn't surprise me if there's an intermarriages going on between the nobles of Summer Island and the nobles. And like the Valerian House is not like one of the top houses. Yeah, they mentioned that themselves and specifically. They said they were not dragon lords, right? That actually fits better in that no. sense because they are seafarers. Yeah. And seafarers in, in in real history, seafar- like seafaring people tend to sort of intermarry with. People all along the coast of which they they, they trade with, and it's, it it yeah. makes sense. I I, I don't I don't see any. I, I mean, the, that the whole controversy is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I don't think that. I mean, the people want to be mad about stuff. They're mad about stuff. The fix is, <laughs> is that it happened earlier. The intermarriage happened earlier than I thought. I thought it was they came to Westeros and had I mean, it, but it's an earlier I don't even one. Think it's, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's even there's not that much of a logical, even barely even logical stretch to even think that it, it can be canon. I don't think George thought of it, right? It was just the, the creator that thought of it. Like, Probably I don't think so. not. Yeah. No. Oh, I don't so think what? George, like, it doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, they signed off. 
Right. Honestly, it, like I think yeah. it helps a lot too, because like yeah, no, the show yeah. could easily be like a bunch of blonde white people, and it would be very right. hard to tell who yeah. everyone is. And, like I actually think it helps <laughs> to like give every character like. You know, and it just, makes like, the, the it, it's going to make the it's going to make tomorrow like today's episode extra funny. Right. There's going to be no doubt. Right. Wait a minute. Yeah. Something's not right. I'm looking at the family tree right now. It actually shows the family tree here. It's like okay, these are the actors. Yeah. Rainer and Lenor have an understanding. They are who they are, but it, they were able to actually have. There was no doubt that would have helped their line, right? I guess, like it, but I mean, it, yeah, it's it, whatever. I mean, I like the relationship that's yeah. showing in episode five, and I get even better. They had they they be sort of a teaser scene uh, for the next episode uh, yeah. earlier this week, and until they showed more of Lenor and uh, and Rhaenyra, and I like their relationship. It's. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, I mean, the 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 marriage is a sham, but they they seem to have a good understanding of each other, and they like each other, right. and they support each other. Yeah, a, I mean, it's a sharp contrast. Solid. Later in the book, who seems like utterly despicable yeah. to everybody else. It's like it's nice to. No, that's true. Give some sympathy. It's good to have a nice person, right? Honestly, yeah. I don't remember much of later in the book, but he he didn't hate Rhaenyra, though. At least, like maybe he's like they they still got along, didn't they? Or I, I'd have to. Remember, I think like, they, like there was, I don't know. I'd have to go back to. It. I don't think there was much context to it. I just remember there being yeah. like a lot of like stories about vile things that he did. Oh no, but yeah, in the show he's been a pretty good guy. Yeah, like yeah. even in, in, a, in well, the fight. Oh yeah, no, I think the books. The problem is you're reading them from unrespect, uh, um, trustworthy perspectives. Right, <laughs> the perspective providing it is is that right? Yeah, but I mean, in, in the show, I mean, he was pretty effective even in the when the war, right? When he was helping out there and yeah. his dragons. So, yeah. It was his strategy to send Damon as a decoy. Yeah. <laughs> God, that part was so weird. <laughs> no, that part, that part is one of the, the worst parts of the show so far. Like the crap yeah. or stuff. It's, yeah. I get it. But on the other hand, I mean, what was this? <laughs> the, 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 it was, it, some, some weirdo with some, with, that loves crabs too much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, they could have expanded that story. And made it interesting, yes. like, and connected it to the future stuff with the triarchy, but it was just, like, some guy in a cave was mad about stuff. <laughs> they seemed to hint that they were supported by them. I mean, at least people yeah, put yeah. it together. But if, if you weren't, like... I think weren't said in, that. Yeah, if, if, if you were... Uh, I don't know what the term would be here, but, like, unsolid, like, equivalent. If you only were a show person, then you would not get in, really any of the connections to the triarchy yeah. or anything. Like, it barely is there. Well, you don't remember it. It was it was sort yeah. of mentioned by Corliss Valerian in the very first episode. And yeah. I think the, the moment in which Coyle says shipping lanes, everybody tune it out. <laughs> <laughs> we had Star Wars prequel flashbacks. We were like, shipping lanes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> yep. Right. Well, I think that's I all think I act- really wanted yeah. to talk about. Anything else you, you guys have burning oh, I think the acting know? has been superb. I think the mm-hmm. acting has been superb. It's really elevated a lot of these characters and a lot of the story. Yeah. I think the, the show wouldn't be half as good without the acting. Yeah, I think... Um, that was the key to me of making this work. Again, like so much of it relies on being able to give these characters a sense of, I don't know, just humanity to them, honestly. And like the, the actors have done a phenomenal job of that. I think speaking of that, though, it'll be interesting to see how everything goes with this time skip. Because, of course, they're changing right. out uh, some of the major characters. I think those actors will, yeah. I'm sure they will do excellent. But it's always difficult, like in any context, it's difficult to change actors out midstream and make that work. Uh, so it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see how that mm-hmm. all goes. Yeah. Um, I think generally... Uh... This show, I don't think, will ever hit the same heights as Game of Thrones TV show ever did. Uh, like the, with the Red Weddings and, and 
the Tyrion's trial. Like this was, I don't think this this show will ever get that get that good. But I'm not fearful it's ever going to get into season seven, season eight Game of Thrones that bad. Mm. Well, I'm the curious, battles like, could be quite good though. I mean, with dragons, like we'll see what we'll see. What, well, yeah, we'll see about the set pieces. Yeah. Which that was one thing that Game of Thrones still was good at at the end. Yeah. Um, but I think the, the the writing again, not like during at the height of the Game of Thrones. I think the writing this is still not quite there yet. But I'm not scared that it's going to go off the cliff and completely go into completely bizarro <laughs> territories in which my head just cannot understand what's going on. In, in a lot of ways, <laughs> it's an easier story to tell, right? Like it's it's pretty well sure. laid out, like the basics of what happened. And of course, they need to add depth to it, but, like, it's not as difficult yeah. to pull off, especially since, like, they and, don't have to, like, work off, like, unfinished material. <laughs> like the No, that's the, the, that's, the, that's the key part. Yeah. And they're not spinning, they're not already showing signs that they're just going to go completely into some weird territory, like, which Game of Thrones already showed even in earlier seasons. I guess I wonder where it will end, because the uh, end of the dance ends kind of with a whimper, I would say, right. like, it, 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 like, it, like Aegon the yeah. second kind of just dies, and like, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see where they choose to end it, for sure. I guess with the Hour of the Wolf, which, yeah, maybe featuring care, all featuring characters we have not seen yet. <laughs> That's the <interesting laughs> There's a lot of characters we have to meet, so that'll be interesting. That's the problem. Yeah. I also wonder how long it'll go. Like, how much can they get out of this story? Be... Yeah. I would guess like three seasons, but we'll see. I think three seasons would be ideal, but maybe they stretch it to four. Yeah, I mean they've yeah, already stretched a lot four. of stuff, of course. Like, every, like, the, like you've been talking about being like we, they've stretched out paragraphs into whole episodes, so it's it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see how uh, that all goes. Good. Well, we're looking forward to, to seeing it, seeing, seeing what happens yeah. Yeah. in the next episode. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us. And uh, as as usual, we're on podcastbyfire.com. And we have the forums. Not, and no one's there except for uh, Mr. Corb. Sorry. Doing episode <laughs> Sorry. reviews. <laughs> uh, but we have Discord. We're on Discord and uh, yeah. Twitter and Facebook and everything. So, yeah, we'll see you next time. See you. Bye.